I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 1977! 1977, and yes, we will talk about Star Wars at some point here. 1977 was the year Elvis, Groucho and Chaplin died, not on a plane crash together as many often did. Each of these mononymous people had impact on my life after theirs ended. When I was 18 I went through my Elvis stage, partially due to learning the guitar and partially because a friend was an Elvis fan who styled himself as a young Elvis. Groucho's fast patter always attracted me to his character, wanting to be as clever and witty as him. I never appreciated Chaplin until the past few years, with Buster Keating having always been my favourite of the silent comedy stars. On TV, the plaster scene pal of Tony Hart, Morph, first appeared, as did Wolfie Smith in the sitcom Citizen Smith. I do remember my mum enjoying Dennis Norton with his clapboard, presenting outtakes and bloopers of popular programmes on as much copied It'll Be All Right on the Night. It was unique for the time, but it's nothing special now. There were three big events in 1977 that would make their mark on me for years to come. 1977 was the Queen's Silver Jubilee, celebrating 75 years of sovereign over the UK and the Commonwealth. Many places around Britain celebrated in different ways. My primary school had a fancy dress parade in the village. With my dad as head teacher, I remember him dressed up as Julius Caesar, using some of our bedsheets. In fact, this was the era where you had homemade costumes instead of ordering them over the internet. I marvelled at seeing all the different costumes. One fella dressed as Tarzan by putting on his swimming trunks, or a woman having a false beard and an extra trouser leg to be Jake the Pig. I really wish I had photos of that day, because I only have my memories, as I just turned six. What was I dressed as? Well, that is a tale. My mother got the idea from one of my aunts, who had seen it done somewhere else. I had two pieces of cardboard down either side of my body, covered in green crepe paper, and down my body were green balloons in a row. I was a peapod. I remember there being prizes for different age groups and standing outside listening to the winners being announced, then hearing my name. I honestly didn't believe it was really me that they called out, but people around me ushered me up for my prize, a silver jubilee glass. It was the first thing I ever remember winning and that glass sits in our cab cabinet to this day. 1977 was also the year the galaxy's greatest comic book first published. 2000 AD was an anthology book with around five stories in it in each issue, most of which were serialized stories. It was science fiction with a healthy dose of humor. I wasn't there from the start but my neighbor had some in the first few years. In the first decade the art was black and white with color coming in more and more during the end of the 80s. It was a subversively political, with characters such as Judge Dredd giving commentary on a police state, and Rogue Trooper on army conflict, while Strontium Dog on race prejudice. 
I always love the cover pricing with very competitive pricing on other planets in the solar system with Saturn being the most expensive and Pluto a bargain of 1G. I don't really get into it until I was 16 and picked up a copy of 2000 AD monthly collecting all the chapters and past stories. This featured Slain, one of the few non-science fiction stories to appear. I was hooked and was able to buy the regular 2000 AD and the monthly for a shiny pound coin. Those were the days. I went from being a non-reader to reading and my comic uh, reading days had begun. And now Star Wars. I was too young to go to see it, having just turned 6 in June 1977, but I knew it was there. From a trip to London, my parents brought me back a Star Wars storybook with brilliant photographs of the characters and scenes from the film. That Christmas, I got a Star Wars sticker book where I could place characters in different two-page splash scenes. I would not see it until it came on television in 1982. This was a Sunday evening and we were visiting relatives, so I only got to see it from the trash compactor scene. I didn't get to see the whole thing until years later. It is hard to, to gauge the impact of Star Wars, but when you are six years old and playing Star Wars continually in the playground, despite not having seen it, you knew it was special. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com or on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, on Facebook, MarksMessPodcast, and thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the music. Next time, 1978!